Hello and welcome everyone to episode number 12 of the Completed Podcast, where we talk everything Magic the Gathering related, with a focus on competitive magic with some friendly banter along the way. I hope everyone's had an awesome week. Today I have fellow co-hosts Brandon Smith and Xavier Wolford. What up? What's going on? What's going on? So yeah, we have a few topics to talk about today, so let's jump right in. Uh, so first and foremost, I think the most important thing that we need to cover would be the new standard bands uh, that just happened today on May 29th, 2023, where we saw Fable, Reckoner Bankbuster, and Invoke Despair Band. Um, how do you guys feel about those bands? I think they're great. I think standard is moving in a great direction. I don't think anybody should be upset by them. Um, I don't know. I think they're I think they're good all the way around. I was surprised they didn't ban another card, but it, you know it is what it is. We'll see. We'll see where the format goes. <clears throat> I personally think it. Um, I, I mean, I know Fable was probably the most played card ever, uh, but standard's been on the rise like i don't ever remember standard being this exciting in a long time um and i think a lot of that was because of how pushed some of those cards were um was it overwhelming playing against red black every matchup absolutely um but the format was exciting at the same time so i'm kind of like it's whatever um you know whatever wants he wants you know but i thought it was fine personally that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, like like B Money said, I'm actually surprised they didn't ban a lot of more other cards. Um, personally, I thought we were gonna see something from each deck get hit <clears throat> to kind of prevent you know this kind of problem happening again. Um, I was expecting to see maybe Rafine or Plaza get banned, um, as well as like Wedding Announcement. Um, yeah, I thought Wedding Announcement was gonna go. But, yeah, like I thought they were just going to hit something from all the big decks. Atraxa, but I guess Atraxa just isn't that good without Fable. Fable no. kind of enabled it. Um, so I guess no point in taking away a good finisher from the five-color decks. Um, so I, I can I can see the reason why they wouldn't ban that. Um, but yeah, I'm just surprised they didn't touch anything from Esper Legends. Because uh, now <laughs> it just seems like Esper Legends is by far and away the best deck in the format. It, they just crippled one one deck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know a lot of decks, you know, ran you know Bankbuster, but that wasn't the common core of them. But Fable, you know, uh, that that really hurts Rakdos. Yeah, I, I mean, Bankbuster was basically played in most decks. Like, if you yeah, look mm-hmm. at like everything but Esper, there was at yeah. Least like, if you're not an aggro deck, you just you play four. Yeah, or if you're not like an all in like archetype deck like Esper was, or is. I mean, they they don't have the room to play it, so... And they don't really want it. So, yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to be good. I think think it's really good that they're focusing on standard a lot. I think it's good that they are basically saying, hey, we are going to support this format, and we are going to basically force players to play it moving forward. And... This is where our, we're taking our stance as far as standard and paper goes, uh, which is good. I also felt like Invoke Despair. That was a pretty 
you know, big one. It didn't, it doesn't really seem like it, but that also played into the red black decks as well. Uh, particular the the mid range. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think the mono black decks before were like really oppressive. Uh, you know, when when mono black was playing like Liliana's and grave, four graveyard trespassers and concealing curtains into you know those type that style deck, I think they wanted to prevent like people from playing that again. And also, I think they saw how powerful Chandra was with Invoke, so I think yeah. they wanted to prevent that from happening before people were like. All right, cool. We're gonna continue to play red black. Uh, we're just gonna play Max Chandra's Max Invokes, and we're gonna jam basically the same deck minus a couple cards. Um, yep. So yeah, you thought one invoke was bad. How about two? <laughs> exactly. Have fun. It's fun to do though. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> not fun when you're getting hit by it. But... Yeah, exactly. Not not fun when you're on the receiving <clears throat> end, but <clears throat> like a Traxa. Yeah, but like Traxa just dies from to go for the throat. So yeah, but then they draw seven cards, and you're kind of seven cards is an exaggeration. Stop the gap. It's not. It is an exaggeration. It, okay, seven card types I can right. hit. <laughs> yeah, there are. It doesn't hit battles. Yeah, it does. Does it? I'm an idiot. Yeah. Then. That's where we got specifically. That's oh, where yeah, we that's got right. the hint. That's where we got the hint that battles. I'm an idiot. Thing. <laughs> but no, no, no. I, 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 again, like, I, I think Atraxa's gonna be fine. I don't think she's gonna be problematic. Um, no Atali ban. So that's, that's also good, <laughs> I guess. Well, I think getting rid of Fable also gets rid of, like, the reanimate package. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can play Bitter Reunion now, which is fine. But, you know, it's just one of those things where, you don't get that much value from one card, such as yeah. Fable. You don't. You don't. Yeah. It's just you don't get to turn turn four, draw two, discard two, or yeah. vice versa, which allows you to filter through your deck a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the so. Kiki Jiki with the Blood Tide is just yeah. That's an infinite kill spell. Yeah. yeah. Like I will always yeah, I remember have the there skill was like spell. Specifically, a game where I was playing on a uh, it on arena, I think, or no, it might have been San Diego, when I was playing in the Sunday 10K or whatever, where I just had double Kikis in play and one Blood Tithe Harvester, and my opponent just kept playing dudes, and I was just like, all right, cool, end of your turn, make two copies of Blood Tithe, make two more Bloods, untap, make two more copies of Blood Tithe, make two more Bloods, kill your board with these four Blood Tithes, attack for three, and it was just like. <laughs> like my opponent's just like, well, that's a thing. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's really really good. So yeah, I think getting rid of that play pattern is probably a beneficial thing for standard overall. Yeah, or like corpse appraiser too. Like just being able yeah. to copy like any good creature with an ETV is just it's backbreaking. And then if you just have two of them, you just make a fuck ton of them and like say go. Or my I mean, turn, and then swing for a lot. Do you think a, a control deck can now survive in this, yes. this format? Yes, a thousand percent. And I'm so you excited. Think? I, I still don't think it will, but... I think so. I I'm ready. I'm so ready now. Because now, like, like, think about it. Like, now the best deck, in theory, should be Esper Legends, right? Mm-hmm. And we can tech for Esper Legends. Like, that, that's that's not a terrible thing to tech for. I like how he's saying it. We, 
Yeah. Like we, we, as in the control community, we could tag for this. Yeah, he's speaking for all <laughs> of the control players to ever exist. I- I'm speaking for us as Team Metamorph. If we choose mm-hmm. to, if we if we decide to play control, you know. Yeah, I would never decide to play that deck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I-, I genuinely think that control does get a whole lot better now. Like you saw everybody playing that Jeskai Dragons deck. Like, I, I think that's a form of control deck, right? Like, I think they were playing Fable, but I think we can cut it. Um, I also think we can just play, like, a C-Chrome, or what is it, a, a Chrome, the Chrome Shark deck. Chrome, Chrome Home C-Chark. Chrome, Chrome Home C-Chark. C-Chark. Yeah, like, I can, I think we can build a control deck around that. Um, I have been thoroughly impressed with that card. I, I thought that card was going to be cheeks. Dude, I told you guys that card was going to I thought that card hard. was going to be cheeks, and every time I have cast that card, I have had Xavier in the back of my head telling me I'm an idiot. That like... card is so good. <laughs> Dude, I've been <laughs> saying it. That card's good. It's Shark yeah. Typhoon on a stick. That's yeah. Exactly I, what it is. Straight up. I heard, some, I heard somebody mention, like, that it might be beneficial to try to test it in blue, white and pioneer because it's a very, very quick way to end the game. Yeah. It's like a very, very quick way to turn the corner. Like think about this. You just have like 10, 10 lands in play, right? You have Chrome host seed shark in play at the end of their turn. You Memory just deluge. March for 10 or March oh, yeah, for nine. Too, yeah. Make a, make a 10, 10 and untap and attack them for 10. Yeah. Like nope. you can attack for lethal. Like, if we have a hole. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you just kill somebody. Take correct, 17 and go. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's a very, very quick way to turn the corner, and it doesn't die to most removal, whereas, like, I know it's that somebody four. somebody mentioned, like, I, I've been testing Monastery Swiss Beer on my side, or not my Swiss Beer, Monastery Mentor on my sideboard. Mentor just dies to everything. It dies to Stomp. It dies to... Lightning Strike. It dies yeah, to yeah, a sneeze, bro. Everything. Yeah. And it doesn't, but, it doesn't I mean, block. That's not a reason not to play it, but Chrome Host has a big no. It dies on to it. removal. You don't play cards I mean, that die to removal. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I've been I've been testing it out. I, I ran a, a league today with it. I didn't take Shark Typhoon out because, uh, particularly versus the aggro decks, I do like the cycle effect and be able to yeah, put something there instantly. So yeah. I, I think Blue White still needs that. But coming out of the sideboard, I did have two. So instead of having two shark typhoons in my sideboard, I just had two uh, sea sharks, and yeah. uh, played dividends tremendously against the. Uh, I ended up playing love boats, and just they could never get through because of the incubation fucking. And it's a two four, bro. Like it blocks. Yeah, yeah. It just blocks. Yeah, it's a wall, dude. That's it's just like, like mentor doesn't block. So no, it does like, not. No, mentor is never yeah. going to block. I don't think we, if we were running like ops and stuff like that, um, I think mentor might could work, but I just feel like you're not casting enough. Well, I'm just talking about like a creature, you. a creature game ender for control. I'm not talking about the card specifically. I'm talking about just the, the fact that blue, white control and pioneer has only a couple ways to end the game, whether that's through a planeswalker or whether that's <clears> through <throat> hall of the storm giants, they don't have a way to like end the game or turn the corner quickly. Where like like old control decks used to have, where they had Aetherling to like constantly yeah. be able to protect it and attack for four or you know eight or whatever it is. Um, the control deck in Pioneer really doesn't have that. Outside of like Elspeth Sun's Champion, you really don't have something that like turns the corner quick. 
and ends the game whenever you run your opponent out of resources. And I think Dude, Chrome Host could do that. Chrome Host definitely does a does a good job of that. It it could, but we do still have um Holebreaker Horror. We do. Yeah, but most people Dream are playing in the main deck though. Yeah, I played in the main deck only locally because there's so much control down here. Look, yeah, I'm about I'm about to get cooked. I'm about to get cooked for what I'm about yeah, to you say. Are. Yeah, you are. Like I already know I am. Mm-hmm. Um I it hasn't <sighs> Never mind. I'm not. I'm not even gonna say it. No, you gotta say it. I'm about to get cooked. Yeah, you gotta say it. I'm about to get cooked. You are. So I've been thinking that maybe there's a world where blue white control can play a one of Gisela, a one of Bruna. Okay. Yeah. And a one of um. It's just something I want to test. I don't know how good it is. Um, and or and a one of uh Thalia's lancers. You know what Thalia's lancers does? Yes. You're okay. This idea. You must have bonked your head this morning when you woke up. I, I didn't think about it this morning. This was when oh. I had COVID. Oh, yeah, definitely. You, yeah, this is like a fever dream. Go get a booster shot because you need it. Uh, I already got a – it was one of those fever ideas because I was thinking about, man, dude, Brasello was so much fun. And I'm like, I could play it a blue-white control and pioneer. You know what happens? Your red-black opponent goes bang. They play power word to kill. They play go for the throat. They play Power Word Kill now. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Nah. Yeah, they, uh, that, they, they, that, they probably play both. They probably play both. That is the <clears throat> craziest idea I've heard. In a oh, while. it's crazy. I'm not saying it's good. Oh, it's definitely But I'm not. saying it I'll sounds hot. Right I, can, I can confirm for you that, that that is not good. Pause. They're not even... Rakdos isn't even... That's what I'm saying. I think it could be really good. Like right, once he stabilizes the game, like you could you're just... talking about playing a meld card. Yeah, one that costs seven mana, one that costs five. Yeah, no, one that costs four and one that oh, costs my six. Bad. Sorry, four and uh, it's four and seven. I thought. Uh, let me check. Bruno, the I'm pretty sure light. it's four. And, I'm pretty sure it's four and seven. Bruno, the fading light is. She is seven. Uh, Gisela yeah. is four. Okay, I was wrong on one, right on the other. That's fair. I'm 50-50. But still, you're talking about 11 mana, whereas you can just play Chrome Host Seed Shark and end the game quicker than you doing that. Yeah, but imagine the look on your opponent's face when you cast Priscilla Voice of Nightmares. I mean, sure. If you want to do it at like an FNM or something, like by all Oof. means, go for it. But like, I think if you're going to go to a large tournament, you never put those cards inside your deck or even consider doing that. No, definitely not for like a real tournament. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad you... Cap, I'm, paying, I'm taking the shit to Dallas. Dude, uh, are you really capping now? Yeah, <laughs> you really capped out. Dude, the flavor text goes so hard. She now hears only Emrakul's murmurs. Bro. Uh, no Bro. shot. I think the Gisela part is really good. Just because it's a flying first strike lifelink. Like, 4-3. Like, that's just you know good what, stats. You know what Bang. else is better than that? Yeah, all the other angels. Oh. A, yeah, a five mana five five that has yes. uh, all that same text. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not as cool looking. God, I don't care if it's cool looking no, or I'm not. <laughs> no, but I definitely want to test uh uh sea chrome uh seed shark, whatever it's called. I, I think that card. Seed shark. Sea chrome foam seed shark. I don't know where the foam comes in. Man. It's this like a, a little. It's, a, it's like a Doctor Seuss book. 
I'm gonna cook them one more time. This is how little Magic or Pioneer Vega's been playing recently, where he doesn't even know what cards are being played. I do know what cards are being played. <laughs> I bet you don't know the premium removal spell in red black right now. Huh? I bet you don't know what the premium removal spell is in red black I bet, right now. I bet you. I bet you. What, what, premium removal spell? I don't yeah. even know what. It's just one removal cell. It's brand new. Don't even use Google. Look at you looking. I see your huh? screen changing colors. Not even play. <laughs> what is it? What is it? What removal cell is Red Black playing right now that is just like far and away not a removal cell they should be playing right now? Uh, I mean, I I, I don't know what what context you're referring to. It's just a removal okay. spell. Is it? It's the, like a uh, one for one removal spell. It's it's, no, it's just a, a removal spell. Is it the uh, is it, is right? It, no. Is it is it Hidet Tsugu consumes all? No, it is not. Then I don't know I don't know what you're talking about. That's it's unlicensed broad... disintegration. They're playing unlicensed disintegration now, which is crazy. I bet y'all did uh, not know that. Who that's who one they? deck. You clicked the one that's not even Rakdos midrange. Get out of here. It is, it is Rakdos it's midrange. It's playing Goblin Chain Whirler and Glorybringer. That's yeah. not Rakdos Midrange. You know why they're playing that? To beat the Convoke decks, the red-white Convoke decks. Bro, hear me out. Goblin Chain Warrior not... just pulls up. He just... You did. You're taking Kills one everybody. small deck out of an entire <laughs> plethora of 500 decks, and uh -huh. you're like, 15 plays. plays this premier, premier rule. Oh, no, look. Okay, we were both right. See, they're both... They, I told you that they were they were playing uh, Go for the Throw and Power Word Kill. Yeah, I that seemed, they weren't playing Power Word Kill. That seems, that seems pretty normal. I do, yeah. dude. That Goblin Chain Whirler tech actually seems really good against the Convoke decks. Like, I like that. I don't think, I don't think Red until they, has an issue with Convoke. Uh, and he, I mean, Chain Whirler is great until they go cast Venerated Loxodon using my whole team to do it. But they need creatures and then you to do go, that first. I, that's not hard. Yeah, but you're pulling Fatal Pushes and stuff. You kind right, of slow them down. Let's let's talk about this deck now since we're already on it. Yes, we're gonna deep dive into Pioneer after this, but let's talk about the new new sauce. Good old Boros Blitz, the new Hogak of the Pioneer format. Boros Convoke, sir. What did I say? <laughs> you said Boros, Boros Blitz. Blitz. <laughs> oh shit! Same thing. Um. <clears throat> yeah, no, I think anybody that calls this deck Hogak is an idiot. Oh, I'm gonna go. Gasp. You're hurting people's feelings, care. B Money. I don't care. You can you if you can if you think this deck is comparable to Hogak, I think you're crazy. No, no I, I want to know what you're smoking, and I think you should share because uh, that's not comparable to Hogak in any way, shape, or form. I agree. Uh, there was never a world where Hogak. There was never a world where this deck can mold a four and still cast an eight eight on turn three, whereas. Either or or combo kill your opponent on turn three, whereas I've done that with Hogek multiple times. It's it's no, it's just impossible. There's no way. <clears throat> this, this deck molds the four. You have to keep two lands. You have to keep one token generator and one other card. And then at that point, you're already losing the game because your deck just does nothing after that. So, I think it's a cool tech. Like it's cool, but I also think it's going to be a flash in a pan. I don't think it's going to be around long. It's very yeah. linear. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that the fact that everyone, that it came out when it did. Now, what what should have happened is I'm pretty sure Doomwake is the one that pioneered this deck, basically. That one that, like, started testing this deck a lot. You know what he should have done? 
he should have not said a dang word until he went to the RC. And then when he went to the RC, he should have broke the deck out and it would have just crushed the entire tournament. Yeah. Like, because, and, and that's like something that I would always, I always keep in the back of my mind. If I like ever think of a deck idea and it turns out to be good, I would never tell the public or try not to tell the public until a large event or like something that actually meant something. And then I would just break it out and just destroy the room. Yeah, I'm with it. A prime example was that co- that combo deck in standard that top aided the San Diego RC. Oh, the sword deck. Yep. Yeah. The four Mirrodin like combo, combo deck. deck. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, the the convoke deck is sweet. Don't get me wrong, but I just I think that once everybody starts packing hate for it, it's not very good. One board wipe, it's really hard for it to rebuild. Yeah. Yeah, just like one temporary lockdown, their deck shuts off. They literally just like sit back in their chair and watch you play the game from there on out. So, it is what it is. Are you guys favored towards any deck right now in Pioneer? Yes. Blue White. 100%. I think this is the best blue whites ever been, like period. Did you see the conversion rate though? That's okay. Yeah, so I was about to bring this up. So I was I was pulling it up right now. Uh, mm. From Valencia, which is the RC in Europe, basically. <laughs> <clears throat> Just to kind of briefly break it down. Once you pull it up, Vega. You, I would say brief, briefly break down what the what the day one looked like and then the day two looks like. You just sent it to me, you said? No, no, no. It's in, it's in the group chat. But um, gotcha. Okay. Just hit the hit if you're on your what call it, you can just hit the uh, the chat button. It'll, yeah, yeah. I hit the chat button and then like you can look through media's and files and then media pops up and it's right there. Oh, dude! I just got scammed. <laughs> We're talking about Pioneer, not Modern. <laughs> I don't see any of the messages. Where's the media? You may just have uh, to DM it to me on Discord. On Discord? It's on yeah. Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Okay, say less. I, I was yeah. looking for it in Riverside. No, 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 no. no. I can copy it technically. Okay. Yeah, that 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 would yes. Uh, actually, I can't. I lied. It won't let me copy it. So where is it in the group chat? Just keep scrolling. Yeah, it, no, you don't have to keep scrolling. Just hit media. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, no, but there was the conversion rate on a lot of these decks were not very good. Um, the best conversion rate for a lot of this stuff was very surprising. Um, like Lotus. So we're talking about uh, Danny's post where he's talking about a had a fifteen no, percent conversion yet. rate. The or are we talking about the, the okay. meta breakdown? Yeah, the meta okay, breakdown gotcha. for Valencia. Gotcha. So let's see yeah. here. So Rakdos midrange. This is uh, Pioneer Day One. Uh, we have Rakdos midrange at eighty-one, mono green at thirty-four, blue white at thirty-three. Is it creativity at twenty-seven? Abzan Grease Fang at twenty-one, Lotus Field at fifteen, mono white humans at thirteen, Boros Convoke at thirteen. They have like Demir Control and Google Vehicles at eight. They have uh, Rakdos Sacrifice. Is it Phoenix? Demir Rogues at seven. Uh, Green White Angels at 6 with Asorius Spirits as well at 6. Boros Agra at 5. Then you have Karuga Fires at 5. And then Neoform attracts uh, to, to like other decks. Other decks were around 55. 
And then for day two, uh, let's take a look. Rakdos mid-range at 16 out of, what was the original? 81. 81. Yeah. Uh, Mono Green had eight players convert into day two out of the original 34. Uh, Creativity had seven out of the 27. Lotus Field had five out of the six, 15, which is pretty good. Uh, Mono White Humans at three, Boros Agros at two, Is It Phoenix at two, Neoform Attracts at two, Mono Black Midrange at two, Absent Grease Fangs at two, Karuga Fires at two, and Blue White Control at one. Holy, that yeah. is brutal. 33. There was 33 copies, and only one Blue White Control person made it to the second day. Wow. Which yep. is awful. That is so bad, actually. Yeah, you were like, so what was funny is oh I was my God. trying to reference this to what you said earlier, where you think Blue White's in the best position. In the I thought then. It, Blue that White is got horrid. absolutely that's a three point three percent. Like, yeah, it's a it's the worst it's the worst conversion rate of this tournament. Oh my Jesus! Yeah, um, is it just because of the way the meta is was it set I up mean, there? Like, there's so many variables there. I can't say because right know. now, if you go to like Play Pioneer, and you can look at like their um. You can look at like their chart, right? Where it tells you like a deck's win percentage, like their metadata. Mm -hmm. And the win percentage, like across the board for blue white, is actually pretty good. They have a 53.6 global percent win rate. And it's all between 51.6% to 55.6%. And it's 7.46% of the meta with over 23,000 matches. The worst matchup of it being Rakdos, Mono Green, um, Mono white humans, and that's it. Everything else, it has a really excellent like matchup spread. That's oh. what I was saying. Like the variables of it, like who was piloting these decks, like yeah. I mean, they're they're above average players because they all won a RCQ to get there. So that is true. I mean, I hear you, but maybe they just, just picked it up because they didn't have nothing else. Like who? You know, you don't know. I don't know. If and that's they the could case. have had all their worst matchups. I don't know if that's the case. I know Europe has a, a a deck rental service, like US. The US used to, where you could like physically rent a deck for a weekend. Um, I know the US does, or the UK does. I don't know if the US still does, but um, yeah, no, I I just that conversion rate's awful. I mean. What was the best conversion rate of the weekend? Uh, was it Lotus Field, I think? It was uh, Neoform Attract, so I think. Neoform had a 50% conversion rate. There were four players yeah. and two of them got into day two. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, yeah, second like, best was Karuga Fires. Five players and then two players got yeah, in. Yeah, I lied. Blue, Blue-White wasn't the worst conversion rate. The worst conversion rate was actually Angels. They had zero copies in day two. Damn. Damn. And there were six six players that played Angels that tournament. So, um, yeah, no, I just it, it, looking at this, it's hard to like make like it's hard not to just play red black. Honestly, <clears throat> I mean, you just kind of want to be in that in that field of just playing the best deck. I think if you want to give yourself the best shot, it's either playing Macdoractos or playing Mono Green. Um, what about sacrifice? Do you think sacrifice is well placed right now? I personally think it may. I think it has a good red black matchup. 
I think it has a terrible mono green matchup. And if mono green's the second best or the second best deck in the format, then I, I don't know how well I trust going to a uh, regional championship and not playing against mono green a couple times. Yeah. So if you want to just sacrifice two like two losses, like by all means, like go for it, or just play the lottery and try and dodge it. Yeah. I I thought mono green was gonna die there for a minute, and then it just came out of nowhere. Well, yeah, I think it's in cycles because, like, right now, Lotus Field's kind of on the downtick because this Boros Convoke deck. It's Lotus Field can never win that match, like ever. Right. Yeah. It's it's, it's basically impossible, and so I think that because people were starting to go away from Mono Green because you know all these other decks were kind of showing up and popping up online, that in paper, Mono all the people that were playing Mono Green months ago are like, "Hey, my deck's good again." It's yeah. kind of like how it's kind of like how grinding station is in modern. Like people will just like not play grinding station for a couple of months, and all of a sudden it'll come out and like win three tournaments in a row, and you're like, I thought this deck was dead. That's more <laughs> like that's more like prime time. Yeah, true. I mean, prime time's just never been bad in the past seven years. It's, it's always just been, been bad, a, but it comes in waves. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, it's just a good deck all the time. Yeah, I want to know what the top eight was. I didn't even look at the top eight. Um, Let me see if I can find it for you. Can we find that? Can we find that top eight? Um, I don't, I don't see it on can. Goldfish. I don't know if it's going to be on Goldfish. Um, I don't know. Uh, let's see if we can find it. Um. Yeah, no, I, I think that uh, if you're headed to the RC, you should play what you're most comfortable at, no matter what. Let's see if I can find it. I just looked up their Twitter. Um, uh, well, is it Creativity won the tournament? So... Um, I don't know. Oh, here it is. All right, I got it. All right. First seed, Mono White Humans. Whoa. Uh, second seed, Rakdos Midrange. Third seed, Gruel Vehicles. Fourth seed, Rakdos Midrange. Fifth seed, Mono Green Devotion. Sixth seed, Is It Creativity? Seventh seed, Is It Creativity? And finally, the eighth seed is Lotus Field. So, pretty, not, not too bad. It's pretty diverse. Two creativity decks, two Rakdos midrange decks, and then four other decks. That's eh, not bad. So, man, is do you guys think the way to go is just play Rakdos? Um, if you like that style, yes. <clears throat> if you like that style of deck, then yes. Like, it truly still just seems like Play Rakdos or go home. I don't know because these creativity decks are still popping up, winning. Like in oh, that I don't tournament. Think... Go ahead. Sorry. In that tournament, right there, creativity kind of dominated the top eight, and then they sealed the deal, beating Rakdos in the finals. Uh, now I know creativity can vary. That can be the Traxa or the Torrential Gearhulk or the thirty 
30 piece worm, but I don't know. So I, I will tell you it was the Magma Opus Gear Hulk version that won. Was it playing Atraxa in the sideboard? I've seen some lists do that. No, it was not. It was it was playing Chandra Torch of Defiance, and that was like the only other weird card in the deck. Okay, so they're like all in on like they had the two Holebreaker horrors. Okay. They had two Holebreaker horrors, so you could okay. like. Do they have Shark Typhoon in the board or no? No, no okay. Shark Typhoons. Okay. So, hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I think the creativity deck is really good. Um. It's not my personal play style. I'm just not. I just when it comes to like blue red spells deck, I have still have like a kind of like a, a mental block fire. Yeah, not necessarily. Yeah, I. I don't know. <laughs> I four one with this deck twice. Because right? I I have that mental block with blue red decks as well. And like I look at the deck, I'm like, this looks like a control deck. But then I'm like, is it a control deck? Like, it's just. I think you have to have the reps to pick your spots. Yeah. Um, and, and like I think these blue red spells deck like this ha- reward you a lot for having a lot of reps with the deck. Yeah, kind of like Titan does in Modern. Like Titan's yeah. the same way. You get rewarded for having tons of reps in the deck because you can play it better than everyone else sitting around you. Yeah. Um, I mean that's Xavier with Hammer too. Like I'm sure if if Xavier were to play ten Hammer Mirror matches, he'd, he'd probably win eight out of ten. And the two times would be because like. They just turn three hammered or whatever. Funny so. enough, Friday night at our FNM and then Saturday night modern, I played hammer six times between both those nights. <laughs> <laughs> I played against it. I was like, wow, this is crazy. <sighs> um, yeah, I don't. I played against in the Pioneer, I played against um, the is it creativity? I'll say I have a hard time. <laughs> I have a hard time making my cards align with what they're trying to do. Uh, big score seems like such a shitty card, you know. Um, so this list wasn't playing it, big score. Yeah, it really enables them. Yeah, some some do, some don't. But like <clears throat> when they tap me down, hit me for four, and then they got a five six and a four four. I have to deal with. Let's see, there I'm holding holding back spells to kind of yeah, wait for them it, to go. I think it like at the same time having Kiki Jiki like reflection of Kiki Jiki being able to copy your Gear Hulk is like insanely good. Like yeah, it's busted. Very yeah. very good. Um, because they can just like hold it up forever, and as soon as you go to do something, you're just like, all right, make a copy, divide by zero your thing, and then just like mm-hmm. keep going. Do your you know do it or do your worst. Yeah. Um, I deeply considered playing this deck for Dallas. Uh. But I don't think I have the reps necessary to play it. So I'm kind of on the side of I don't think I should play it because of that. Um, but I have all the cards for it. So, oh, most of them. Yep. I don't have the creativities. So I have to find them. But other than that, I have it all. So, speaking of creativities, have you seen how much they've gone up in price? Yeah, they're expensive as hell now. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, last year when, uh, when we had like that, is it um, creativity in modern? when they were running like Snapcaster Mages using Indominal Creativity to put Emrakul in play. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. You know, I've had these Indominal Creativities oh. for years now, the pre-releases. And I was like, I'm just going to hold on. I started to release them then, but now they're like 60, 70 bucks each. Yeah, that's wild. That's crazy. There's only one printing, so that's why. 
Yeah, they were like $12. That's crazy. Yeah, I remember buying mine for like less than five. Yeah. Like I bought my non-foils for like less than five. Damn. I had I had one of each language. It was funny. Jelly. I had an English one, a Korean one, a Japanese one, and a simplified Chinese one. That's crazy, man. <laughs> I call that the rainbow playset, you know? Shaw. Sure. Just mess with people every time you cast it. Oh, it does something different this time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it says win the yeah, game. Can you read it? Can you read it? No? Okay. Well, then you don't know. I'm going to read it for you. Chill. <laughs> You just rattle it off. You learn what the card says in every single language. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, funny. I've been really going hard on five-color mid-range in Pioneer. Yeah. Uh, the mom version. It's it's just a blast to play. Uh, I can't really tell if it's good, but I'm having fun with it. Um, so I'll probably yeah. take that to Dallas with every other Pioneer deck I own. So. Same. <laughs> Yeah, I'm bringing it all. I'm I'm bringing it. I'm bringing the bag. I'm bringing the whole thing. So, um, oh, yeah. yeah, I uh, I am probably going to play Grease Fang. I I think that I've had the most success with that deck recently. I've been playing it really well. Um, I really like the way the deck plays, uh, and also just being able to finish a round in 15 minutes. Ah, oh, it's so nice. Not having to sit there the whole time and like that wait for the timer to stop, you know? Yeah. It's like sick. I have not once gone to time with that deck. My record is is eight minutes. That's how quick I killed somebody in two games. Eight minutes. Jesus. Yeah. Hey man, you been living in hammer territory. Yeah. <laughs> so my I was so this is two weeks ago. I was it was a tournament that I lost in top four. But I turn one Citrus Supplier into turn two, uh, can't stay away, a Grease Fang, and put Parhelion into play on turn two. And attacked him for 13 on turn two. <laughs> and then I had the Rapines Informant in my hand to put the Parhelion back in the yard and win the, on turn three. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Ew, my opponent was just sitting there like, I, I, I didn't keep a removal spell for that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sick, thanks. Can't... You can't do anything about those hands. Like, you just got to take it. But you know yeah. what? That is true, yeah. I wasn't supposed to win this one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm on the firm side of, like, there's uh, definitely a couple different ways to play the deck. Like, with the vessels and stuff like that. Um, Like, vessel and traverse and things like that. But I think being able to Eldritch Evolution away my Citrus Suppliers is just so much better. Uh, in my opinion, I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying that people should play the deck that way, but I don't know. That's the version I like. <laughs> Look at Xavier got all that prime in the background. Oh, that's my son. So. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so that look, KSI fanatic right there. For real. So okay, so we kind of delved into Pioneer a good bit, and. You know, I'm sure we're all looking forward to Dallas and seeing what comes from that. But do we think there are any possible modern and pioneer bands? Mm, no. None? You guys don't think any nope. cards in Pioneer Modern are being targeted or looked at or tested? No. I think the only card that I could see in Pioneer would be something in 
the red black deck or mono green deck but even then they're not oppressive enough to even make sense to ban so i don't think that's a possibility uh xavier plays way more modern than both of us so i don't really know currently like how the modern format is like i know rhinos has been like on the uptick like a lot but everybody wants to ban modern horizons too that's yeah true yeah for a while now um I don't, I don't feel like anything's oppressive besides Karn the Great Creator. Pioneer. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Look, anything out of War of the Spark for Pioneer needs to be banned. That set was just busted. I um, mean, can't we disagree. We already hit Teferi. Might as well. I and mean, Teferi we, was just oppressive in almost all formats at some Mikdos, point. Nikdos was in War of the Spark. It was in Theros. I'm saying Nikdos is oppressive. Uh, I don't think so. I think if you take Nikdos, you just completely gut the mono green deck completely. You literally <coughs> you literally just shoot it in the knee with a pistol if you do that. Uh, and you handicap the deck forever. Look, we need to just do away with the whole mono green deck. Like, storm the festival. I don't think so. I can, agree with that. But... I can agree with that. I don't think so. I don't think that mono green is like that op- oppressive of a deck. I think it's annoying to play if, against, yes, but I don't think it's like oppressive, oppressive. If they're going to set the precedence that we don't want to play against oppressive decks, this is what it is. I'm All just right, saying well, it's when, not, when I go to the RC not, and buy the whole thing on Friday. Uh, oh, don't. me too. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. But. <laughs> That's if you're gonna say we don't want to get into these play styles that are unfun. It's you know the same when we had you know the four color control decks that were using that had Blood Moon in the side and modern. Like it's the same you know Mystic Sanctuary, Cryptic Command Lock, like <clears throat> that the Chain Veil and them just comboing off. You know it's just you're just sitting there like this is horrible. Yeah, I can I can get that. Yeah, that's definitely unfun. But their whole deck's just not fun to play against. There's never a, a match where I sit across from Mono Green, even when they have like the slow hands and they just play Cavalier Thorns, you just go, Oh like Dude, it's never fun. Yeah. They go from one ones to like five sixes and then <laughs> loop the nose. I'm like, dude, like, come on man, this is supposed to be Pioneer. Uh, I still, I still don't see. I've yet to see a problem here, guys. I don't think the deck's like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the deck's like. It's really good. Um, but I mean, people have been asking for that deck to get something banned from it for the past two years now. Nothing's really yeah. been banned, so if it's if Model Green can have this, Lotus Field should be able to have Underworld Breach. Whoa, 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 back up. And Blue Eyes should be able to have what, Xavier? Solitude and Ephemerate. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. See? No, absolutely. Thank not. you. Yes, let that in Pioneer. All right. Uh, yeah, let's just unban everything and let the fucking world go on fire. Let's. Perfect. Like perfect. Chaos on chaos. You guys you guys would hate the format. I, I would love because... it because I could play three fairy and then flip off my opponent. <laughs> You know, you know what I can do? <laughs> Three fairies. That was the boniest little fingers I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Look how bony they Play to fairy. Bounce your dude. Like, it's just fun yeah. casting through fairy, man. 
Okay. Yeah, it's it's it gonna really be cool. Is. Yeah, no, it'd be sweet whenever I like Odawara your Teferi away and then Nexus evade you into the fucking oblivion. Yeah, that'd be hey, great. that's that's not fair. You're technically cheating. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, because uh-huh. it's a channel ability, not a spell. On a cringe. Oh yeah, no. You're not supposed to be able to play at instant speed. Uh, yeah, exactly. You're right. No, I I get it. So no, I, I would 1,000%, not even close, play a Nexus of Fate deck with Wilderness Wreck. No, no, everything, everything's getting unbanned except those two cards. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, fine, then I just play an Uro Oko deck. And and, and those, cards, those cards are also not getting unbanned. <laughs> okay. All the blue-green cards are just not... <laughs> Anything that B-Money wants to play is still banned. Yeah, exactly. I'm just Josh. God, could you imagine... That'd be like... a terrible format. That'd be Exactly. Sad. Rakdos wouldn't exist anymore. That is true. <laughs> God. There's not any Rakdos cards that got banned in Pioneer, so. None. Well, gentlemen, with the with the RC coming up, uh, what are your guys' um expectations, and what do you guys think of it being in a separate, in quotation marks, <laughs> separate building? I'm just going to try to make the most of it. Um, I, I didn't help plan it, so I, to me, I feel like I shouldn't be bitching about it. Um, <laughs> well, wait, what's the thing? What's the thing? Yeah. but I, I, I did mean, the whole thing. I, I planned there, the whole thing. <laughs> when, um, when I get there, I'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, so the, for the, I'll, I'll explain it because you didn't really go into detail, but the uh, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> the actual magic uh event is going to be actually in the omni hotel ballroom and not the actual DreamHack building that convention center is being held in uh or that not the convention center that DreamHack's being held in uh, allegedly so we'll see how it goes the one thing that i'm going to be upset about is i can't go get free monsters constantly because i have to walk all the way to the convention center to get them Damn. yeah so that's like really annoying especially when i drink monster all day while i'm playing magic <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, no, and then if they don't have an anti-annies, I'm out, like, I'm done. So no, I, I'm out if they do have an anti-annies, because, <laughs> no, dude, dude, they charge $9 for a pretzel, that is criminal. No, it's well, not. It's That's criminal, bro! It takes them 30 cents to make. $9? Yeah. Bro, take it back. Please tell, please, please say that's not fine. How many pretzels did you buy over the weekend? One. One. Cap. Cat. One, sorry, two. Yeah, I got a pizza was... one, and then I got a sweet one. I spent eighteen dollars on two pretzels. Vegas yeah. frugal. He definitely did. Yeah. He spent... Like bro, he did too. I believe it. I got gutted. I got scammed willingly. Didn't even have to you, do anything. You didn't say you scammed yourself. No, they scammed me because they had the monopoly on the food. There, it's either starve or go to like. What, what do they have outside the convention center? Oh, right. Nothing, because it was up in a villa. It was either eat the Annie Ann's or starve to death. <laughs> you could always go walk and get food inside. There was food inside? Yeah, there was like several food options oh, inside the Dream Hack. Brother, I thought they only had the Annie Ann's, bro. No, dude. They had like, they had pizza, burgers, hot dogs, all, like all sorts of stuff. Well, damn, dude. Like, they had, like, nachos and shit. Dude, I think I went inside a DreamHack once. 
that whole time I was in San Diego. I think really? I went in there once. And it was to go get a monster, and the booth was closed already. Wow. I went Damn. in there several times because I love the DreamHack atmosphere. The DreamHack atmosphere is nice. Speaking and of I which... I will be there on Sunday if... I scrub out of every single tournament I play in. I will be there Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening for the finals of the CSGO minor. 100%. Yeah. I'm already going to buy inner bull tickets, uh, and I'm going to be sitting near the front row if possible. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's valley. But I will have to probably drive back on Sunday, so that really sucks. Wait, I thought you said you were staying there t uh, to Monday. No, I have to be in New Orleans on Tuesday, and I want to hang out with my parents, so I'm going to drive back probably Sunday. Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning? Sunday afternoon. Slash night. Damn, really? Yeah. What about Tuesday? Are you making the drive in the morning or at night? Uh, Sunday, yeah. a Sunday afternoon, like probably like midday. It just depends yeah, like on if I day two, I'm not going to be like, oh, I got all No, day. no, no. Like, I'm saying, yeah. yeah, I'm saying like... Worst case, right? Yeah. Worst case scenario, I just make top eight, and then I just leave that afternoon. Yeah, Best I case mean, scenario, I just win it all. So that is true. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're. I mean, worst case scenario for me, I get a hotel midway and like just like stop like in like Louisiana somewhere at, at some hotel for like a hundred bucks a night or whatever, and sleep for a couple hours, and then go wake up the next morning and go. That's fair. So no, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, I, I, I just, uh, I don't know. I told myself at DreamHack Atlanta last year that I wasn't going to miss a DreamHack. So here I am. Hell yeah! I'm looking at this ban list now. Yeah, all the fetches are in this ban list, and Inverter of Truth, and Kethis. Yeah, and the Inverter and Kethis decks were, uh, they were something else. Luris. Lars deserved. Lars deserved. Guardian. That card also deserved to get banned. Smuggler's Copter. No, bring it back. Did nothing wrong. Undercity Informer. Eh? Yeah, it was very good. Play rest in peace. Oracle. also Oracle your whole deck. Oh, they played thought. Oh, okay. It wasn't the uh the other combo variant. The one that went with all the. Creatures that come to the Narcomibas. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was... But you're thinking of a different deck, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about the uh, the one where you sacked three Narcomibas to yeah. bring back the artifact, yeah. Yeah, see, I thought... Mm -hmm. See, I'm just playing Rest in Peace. The fuck? Like, yeah. Spoken like a true blue-white player. Facts. Yeah. So, yeah, are you guys excited? Oh. Um, I mean, aside any nerves, any last-minute thoughts, like, are you guys... Have you guys already made a deck choice? Uh, for me, no. I will say that I've probably played more Magic going into this tournament than I have the last two, uh, the last two RCs. So, uh, yeah, I've uh, consistently top aided the last three. Well, three out of the last four RCQs that I played. Oh with. yeah, shout out. So like, I'm like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty honed in on how the format is and how the decks work and all my matchup spreads. So. I'm I'm excited. I think I'm just gonna run it and I'm gonna kill it. But obviously, we'll see. <clears throat> I, I'm still up in the air. There's a couple decks I'm working on. Well, you ain't got but 
four it's days three days yeah basically yeah, yeah, three bro. days yeah that's crazy bro yeah um yeah so if you see any of us in dallas uh with the team metamorph shirts on uh feel free to come by and say hello uh, we will all have our names and our jerseys on when we're there. So, you see the black and white jerseys with the Frexian symbols on them? Pull up. Just come say what's up. Pull up. Tell us you listened. I'll give you something sweet if you show up. Yeah, if they find me, I'll give them something you, super you, dope. Yeah, if you... Super if you, dope. Yeah, super dope. <laughs> super dope. Yeah, if you, if you find B-Money, I actually will have I will have some stuff in a deck box for people that actually come up to me, so... Yeah, come find me if you see me. Me too. Yeah, yeah, Vega too. Yeah, just look for V E G A on the back of a jersey, and you should see him. He'll be walking yep. around all weekend. I'll have a I'll have the Wolf Cup mullet, looking like yeah, Jose yeah, Dirt for sure. Just call, walk up, say hi out there. <laughs> yeah, out for there. sure. Yeah, he'll be there. Yeah. <clears throat> no, um, but yeah. What about you, Xavier? Any? Yeah, wait. So first and foremost, um, is there anything else you guys wanted to cover? Anything we haven't talked about yet? Not stuff that I want to reveal to the public, but yeah. Okay. Um, fair, fair. Uh, no, I, I I don't know. I I think this will be the one of the biggest RCs we've seen. I think Texas is so central that it will be one of the biggest, if not the biggest, we've seen so far. So, um, yeah, I... Uh, just look at MTG Melee, like, come, like, Tuesday or Wednesday, and we'll see how many people are signed up. Yeah. And then we'll go – we'll see from there. I'm pretty sure there's a lot more people that qualified for this than the San Diego one. And there's a lot of people that deferred to the – That is, Mac, yeah. Or to Dallas. Um, let's see if I can find it on Melee real quick. That's very true, yeah. I didn't even um, think about Greenhack that thing. Dallas. I know – I know four – I know four people personally – like in real life, that deferred that that deferred to Dallas. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, think about it that way. It's like, it, you know, a lot of people were just like, "I'm not gonna, I don't want to even want to try it." Yeah. I don't even want to try and play standard in this environment. So. Yeah, I can't find it. It's not all melee yet. It doesn't look like. It looks like all the Friday on-demand events are there. Um, but I don't see where there's like, they have like, they have, uh, Friday on demand starting at 11. They have LCQ starting at 11. Um, they have pioneer at one. They have double tap three, two, one mom edition at two. They have 3 PM modern. And they have like 4 p.m. sealed to it a giant, and then 5 p.m. pioneer. But um, yeah, the, the main event's not up here yet, so I'm surprised it's not. Um, yeah, so we'll see. Like come Wednesday, because it'll probably be up by Wednesday, uh, showing how many people are actually registered, which I think it'll be probably close to a thousand. Very, very close. Because Standard had like 930-something, I think. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Dang. Yeah, Standard had like 900 people signed up. I guess it's not terrible. 
It's pretty good. It's pretty fucking good, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people playing in that. Also, that was the US-based Pro Tour, whereas this Pro Tour is in Spain. So, um, yeah, if you qualify through this RC, you're going to Spain. You're going to, Val- or going to Barcelona. Oh, yeah, and that's the um, Lord of the Rings set, right? Yep. <clears throat> huh. Yes, it is. That's pretty hype. Yeah. That's pretty I'm hype. ready to qualify. It's going to be gas. I just want to go to Spain. That'd be sick. Pull up. Let's do it. Yeah, I get to see Xavier in, in, in Spain. True. Xavier going to be living there. Yeah. Good old Spain. Yeah, that's right. Good old military, baby. Get to travel the world. Make good money. <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Shout out. Oh, yeah. Happy, memo- happy, happy, yeah, memorial, happy day, memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Yeah. Thank you for your service, for buddy. For sure, dude. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Do you, do you, do you, you let's well, be serious. Do you hate when people say that to you? Well, there's confusion on the holidays. Memorial Day is for for the people that have died. Really yeah, yeah, that's true. I know. So I was just kidding. They get that mixed up a lot. Yeah, I I did it because you're active military, and uh, and I know that it's basically for all the fallen military. But yeah, shout out to that. them. Yeah, shout yeah. out to them too. Thank you for allowing us to play the game of Magic: The Gathering and not being in current active war at all times yeah, for throughout real. history. True. So. True. Um, yeah. Anything so, else? Anything else for your money? No, I don't think so. Anything else, Avery? Uh... No, I don't think we hit it at all. Alrighty. Well, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to go check us out on Twitter at team underscore metamorph. Uh, you can give us your suggestions there. And again, if you see any of us at, uh, DreamHack Dallas, make sure to stop by and say, Hey, you know, we're pretty friendly. Uh, always open, uh, have a conversation with you and talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um, last and foremost, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you share the podcast with, you know, friends, families, members that enjoy the, the game of magic. And yeah, we look forward to hearing from you guys and any positive or negative feedback you might have. Um, we're looking to improve. So um, we're all open ears. But yeah, thank you guys again so much for listening. Hope you guys have a good night, and we will see you guys on the next episode of The Completed Podcast. And we'll see you in Dallas. And Dallas. Peace. Good night, everyone. Peace.